There is not supposed to be fear in the structured and ordered society of the civilized worlds. There was some sort of law against it. Clearly there was nothing to fear anymore, and in a society like that, somebody who knew the true folly of complacency could get away with almost anything. Tanawal Resort was the standard for a standardized society. Golden beaches washed by warm, sparkling water and, set back from the ocean, a line of high-rise luxury hotels surrounded by exotic tropical plants and containing any sort of diversion that anybody might desire, from the traditional swimming, fishing, gambling, dancing, and whatever, to the most exotic pleasure machines of a mechanized society. Leisure was big business in the Confederacy, where the basic manual labor jobs were all totally computerized, and human beings held jobs only because their leaders limited their absolute technology so people would have something to do. Genetic and social engineering, of course, had reached the state of the art. People did not look alike. Experiments had demonstrated that such a direction tended to kill self-esteem in identical-looking people and caused them to strive somehow for the most bizarre way to prove their uniqueness. Nonetheless, variety was kept within bounds. Still, people were all physically beautiful, the men uniformly trim, lean, muscular, and handsome, all the women exquisitely formed and stunning. Both sexes were generally of uniform height, about 180 centimeters, give or take a few, and had a uniform bronzed skin tone. Previous racial and ethnic features merged into an average without extremes. Their family was the state, the all-powerful confederacy that controlled some 7,642 worlds over a third of the Milky Way galaxy. The worlds themselves had been terraformed to conform as much as possible one to another. Medical science had progressed to the point that much of what ailed people could be easily repaired, replaced, or cured. An individual could remain young and beautiful until he died, quickly, quietly, at an age approaching a hundred. Children were unknown on the civilized worlds. Engineers did all the work and maintained the population stability at all times. Children were born in Confederacy labs and raised in Confederacy group families in which they were carefully monitored, carefully raised and controlled, so that they thought as the Confederacy wished them to think and behaved as the Confederacy wished them to behave. Needed proclivities could be genetically programmed, and the child then raised with all he or she needed to become the scientist, the engineer, the artist, the entertainer, or, perhaps, the soldier the Confederacy required. All were not equal, of course, but living in the civilized worlds required only average intelligence, and only the specialized jobs required geniuses. Besides, overly bright people might become bored or question the values and way of life of the civilized worlds. There were worlds beyond the civilized worlds, the few and far between. In fact, the society of the civilized worlds was the most egalitarian society ever known to man. Places were found outside the structure for obvious aberrations. 
For those few who weren't detected until too late, a small specialized group known as Assassins ferreted out the rotten apples and eliminated the threat. There were worlds beyond the civilized worlds, the frontier, where nothing had yet been standardized. The best Confederacy analysis had predicted early on that a society such as the civilized worlds bred stagnancy and loss of creativity and drive, thus ending innovation and racial growth and eventually leading to the destruction of the human race from internal rot.